Previously on Total Party Kill. Uh, okay, but just give me one second. I didn't think you'd survive the tempo, so... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Hey, kid, Were I you think. not expecting us to? No, I was. Okay. I wasn't. <laughs> Which is why he cut the number by one. I didn't think you were going combat. to. Either. Uh, well, actually, there were supposed to be five. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, well, we did end up dispatching those three fairly. I think without the web, we would have been dead. The web really yeah, saved us there. True. Mm-hmm. That's probably Absolutely. true. Good job, Scale. Yes. I'm glad you came out of your bubble. Who <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. woke up from the nap? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that poison wine hit you hard. I know. It was, it was some rough stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you were going to say that was wine, some good wine. It came out of a box. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Total Party Kill podcast in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 57 for August 2015. Full house! You, uh, come back here. You are... It is as though nothing has changed. Tear is uh, exactly the way you remember it. We have changed. <laughs> we have changed. How long has it been? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, it's been about maybe nine days. I can't believe nothing has changed. <laughs> no. <laughs> Usually things move so fast here. Uh, so you're in Tear. What are you going to do? Let's go to that... Uh, that uh, Hit the pub! Pu- Hit the we pub! We go to the pub that was recommended to us, pub! right? Pub! Yeah, there's there's a pub with a half uh, with a mole in it. Yep, that's right. That's wherever I go. That's why I want to go. Every pub I go to, there's a pub with a mole in it. <laughs> that's that's some Zen yep. mole logic. That's fantastic. <laughs> mole in a pub. Mole. Wherever you drink, there in you a are. pub. Yep. Does Does anyone remember what the name of the tavern is? Somebody wrote that uh, down. Right? Yes, Dusty. it's the Sand Tiger's Tail. Very good. Nah, Where we should asleep. be able yep. to find Yarnak the Mole. Yes, you're a neck. One of my people. I've got some descriptive text. Oh, good. Near the center of the city is the dark, dangerous neighborhood known as The Maze. The grand public buildings shine pristinely in the distance, but here uh, there are desperate people who groan beneath the heel of uh, the oppressive tear atmosphere. All manner of thievery, swindling, and vice can be found in The Maze's dark alleys and crumbling buildings. Sweet. You find the sand tiger's tail at the end of a filthy alleyway after bribing a street urchin to show you the way to the tavern. Inside, you find a dim, smoky room filled with oppressive heat and stench. It is hard to believe that people like to spend their time here. You follow your contact procedure, which I didn't tell you, but that is that you go to the bar and you order some wine. Uh, I'd like some poisoned wine, please. You order... uh, Your finest poisoned vintage. uh, Some Tyrian wine. You... specifically ask for Tyrion wine. Uh, and uh, the barmaid's eyes narrow before she nods to a hooded man in one corner. Point of order regarding the descriptive text. A tail can nearly always be found at the end of a dark, filthy alleyway. <laughs> it's just how it works. <laughs> also, the Tyrion, Tyrion wine, is it a short wine? Short glass. L- Lannister. With very clever rejoinders. Whips. Yeah. I'm just assuming this guy in the corner is the Tyrian wine sommelier. <laughs> and so uh, you go and you see in the corner there's a hooded guy. Uh, so is this guy in his underwear in this picture? 
Uh, Lying down? Uh, she looks like it with a shield and one sock. Like I mean, it is, one arm. It, is, <laughs> it is very warm on Athos. It is. Um, he's a, a gladiator. gladiator. Yeah, he's that, yeah, I'm also concerned wine. about the guy to his left who looks like Jason from Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's a critic. <laughs> I feel... Uh, uh, that I'm going to go visit my my uh, mole friend, but somebody might want to come with me, knowing that I say I'll stupid things Carlos. because my intelligence is ten. Yeah, somebody with charisma, I will please head. accompany him. That's I got an eleven in charisma. Seventeen is charisma. I'm good. I've got a twenty. I have an Ooh, eight. You are very well, come on along. charismatic. So I think I'll join friend. in with the fun. Okay, so hey, mole, as- what's up? <laughs> I'm going to sit back and just keep an eye on the door and the rest of the room. I will assist okay. you with that. All right, so. Uh, Yarnak is a tough, weathered mole with circular tattoos on his hairless scalp. Scars crisscross his blunt visage. He eyes you with open suspicion as you approach and seat yourselves. You notice that a loaded and cocked crossbow is hidden behind a chair with a cloak thrown carelessly over it. He says, uh, me just being here is endangering my life, so let's get this over quick. I've been told by some mutual friends that you want to know more about the beetle trade. Very well, I can help you. You've all seen Shams Emporium in this city, which you have. Indeed. Uh, Many times. Uh You've actually been in it in the previous adventure. Uh, I've lost my place. Give you that fun fact. Uh, (laughs) It's it's the large trading compound on the Silt Road. A small fortress, really. We know, we know. (laughs) (laughs) Hundreds of men guard it, but it won't do you any good to look at it. Wind malls and influence. Scale scale impressed I haven't, haven't been in it, so they don't know. That's true. The but senior agent El Mall doesn't know, right does know either. I was getting him mixed yeah, up with a regdar. Is it very um, different from other? <laughs> yeah. The senior agents post. know that most people don't care for their priceless beetles, and they pretend that they have nothing to do with trading parasites. He leans forward. He smiles cruelly, and says, "Sham maintains a secret warehouse in the Merchant District. It's beneath the workshops and store of Redisha, the trader." And now I'm going to tell you the thing that I'm about to say. I did not make up, and it is written in the adventure. <laughs> the oh trader of pottery and glassware. <gasps> oh, oh my god. god! You are so lucky. You are alive. Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere, Regdar perks up. <laughs> Someone somewhere say he's glassware? in the tavern. <laughs> he's not at the table, is he? No, no. I'm I'm over watching the door, but I but but my ears burn. <laughs> so. Are you in a glassware too, Regdar? Just out of curiosity. What? Is that a thing? You like what? glassware? Your glassware. Lo- do you have a love of glassware in addition to pottery? Yeah, they're related. <laughs> Glass mean, pots especially are your... Well, th- those are uncommon, but I mean, I feel like you're not genuinely in- interested in this topic. <laughs> 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 Stop humoring me, bug. So he says uh, that uh, Radesha runs his business as a front to hide his the Sham operations oh. there. He's really the senior agent in charge of the entire operation. You'll want to be careful. The place is well guarded. I can't tell you anything more than that. Can't or won't. Did you ask him that? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, I can't tell you anymore. I don't know anything else. Just tell you that is putting my life in grave peril. How do you come to know all this? Uh, because I was a caravan master for one of the previous caravans that had okay. these parasa- the uh, Shakwat beetles hidden in them, and I found them. Uh, they tried to loop me in on the scheme, but I find these beetles and all they represent to be repulsive, so I renounced my, my ties with uh, House Sham. 
uh, and they're looking for me. So uh, I don't like to be in public. So I'm very nervous. So does this does this go to the uh, the top level of Sham, or is this some uh, some of his caravan masters have gotten together and started this trade? Well, I, I mean, it's it would be it's hard for me to believe that uh, an operation of this size uh, can happen without the the top most levels of Sham knowing what's happening. And I mean, they ever since uh, slavery has been outlawed here in Tyr, they've been looking for a way to make up uh, for their lost revenue in slave trading. Uh, and so they seem to have found something that's even worse, I think. I would agree with you there. Yeah, seems pretty bad. So, uh, you want a drink? Mm. Yeah, I was just going to say, we got to buy him a drink for his troubles, at least. Would you like some poisoned wine? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so you can see, uh, as you're, you're, you're drinking, uh, there are two entranceways. The entranceway that is closest to Yarnek and the table uh, is flung open. And uh, a cold wind blows out the guttering oil lamps, filling the room with shadows. In the doorway, a hulking, monstrous figure crouches. Its mouth is filled with dozens of needle-sharp teeth. Yarnak! It hisses, and then it leaps at you. Friend of yours? (laughs) (laughs) Yarnak, old buddy, old pal, good to see you. How's it going? No, he's just clearing his throat. He is. (laughs) Exactly. Really wasn't <laughs> Yarnak, Yarnak, how are you doing? I have some questions about the uh, the actual layout, physical layout of the bar. I'm uh, assuming that the bar, the the wooden parts, are easily shot over. Um, but what about those stone walls? Uh, those stone walls oh, are, adorable. in fact, walls. Okay, so yeah, regular as cute as can be, really. There's, there's no problem with this part because the bar is pretty low. Okay. The, oh dear. <laughs> This is like a humanoid with sharp teeth that wander. Uh, so this thing is. Uh, is there anybody in this group who has Arcana? Is Presta there or? Scale? I have Arcana. Okay, I've got so a roll somewhat decent one. Roll an Arcana. Thirteen. I got a seven. I. You know what? I've 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 traveled a lot. I'm gonna roll my. I got a sixteen just for my innate. Arcana knowledge. I've traveled. I've seen the world. <laughs> I've killed lots of things. Okay. Uh, ah, the hubris of a level four character. <laughs> is it a desert creature? Uh, it is not a desert creature. Okay. <laughs> it is. Uh, anyone who gets over a ten recognizes that this is some kind of summons creature. It is tall, okay. a slender humanoid with long arms and head. Slender man. Uh, slender man. Anything that's gotten over a fifteen realizes that this is not from the plane in which you currently exist. Uh, so it is some kind of aberration from a different plane. Uh, oh, that's creepy and unusual. 747. It's so a, that's some powerful outerplanar creatures <laughs> summoned creature. And uh, as you're looking at it, you see it has an odd sheen to it, uh, as like there's some kind of black tar dripping off of it. And it seems incredibly, it's just focused on Yardak. Okay. And, uh... It actually moves. So if we leave, we're fine. Does the black tar look flammable? It will move. We don't want to get in the way of your business. (laughs) Um, Yarnak, your buddy's here. We'll leave you to it. Who are we to come between two old friends? (laughs) Yarnak, we know him. He's here. It it jumps on the table and attacks Yarnak. Oh, he's fast. Yeah. Well, I can slow him down if I live long enough. (laughs) And it misses with its first thing. And it hits with a claw... How's he attacking Yarnak through this other person sitting here? Uh, well, it's on the table. I didn't want to cover this other person. Is this other person a, a character? It's scale. Yes, so I don't want to he cover scale. He can't cover the other person. He can't share a square with her. 
That's that's why I didn't want to do it because he can't do it. Well, then he can't attack. But he's on the table. Yeah, we're all on the table. No, we're not. We're sitting at the table. I'm on the table. <laughs> well, he, he wouldn't is, have talked to you because that's weird. Feet. Decorum. They don't sit on chairs. So Bugs are Yarnak usually on takes, the table. Uh, Fifteen <laughs> points of damage. Oh, dear. Jesus. And he is absolutely terrified. And uh, let's see. Can anybody, everyone who is sitting at that table, uh, so everyone other than uh, Regdar, give me a perception check. Um, so I'm close enough to make a perception check? Yes. Okay. 22. 25. 13. I have 14. All right. So you can see, as you look out the window, uh, you can uh, out the, outside the door, I should say, that there are some uh, a couple of people that seem to be in the livery of House Sham. Uh, they look like guards, and they are uh, next to uh, someone who looks as though he has cast a spell, perhaps to summon some kind of uh, unearthly assassin to kill Yarnak. All right, so I quickly yell to Regdar to to uh, do something about that. He's the only one that's not the table, right? That is. I am also well, not at the table. Also the table. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I ch- yell at both of them. I'm over here. Take out the summoner. But I'm paying attention. It's not the guy without the underwear, is it? With the underwear, is it? Uh, no. So these they're guys outside. are not on the map yet, but uh, they okay. are outside. And so, uh, if you are going to, and it is clear, it has completely ignored. Everything in this room except for Yarnak. Well, we, uh, it would be sad if we let Yarnak die, right? That's not how heroes do things. Well, right? I, don't well I don't know if you hey, consider yourself heroes. But. <laughs> but perhaps someone really tough should hold the doorway while everybody else tries to kill this, you know, crazy summoned assassin. Well, it feels like if you could take out the summoner, you could take out the assassin. So maybe somebody ought to concentrate works? on that. Huh. Um, Interesting idea. I don't know. Once it's summoned, it's kind of. Well, can't hurt. Well, do yeah. do we notice whether this person appears to be concentrating on maintaining a spell or? Well, anyone who has any arcana would know that the summon creature would continue. It has to be banished. Uh, so oh. even if the summoner is dead, uh, they will continue to to be on this plane. What if so- we threaten the summoner? All right. So maybe slam the door fast and uh, lock it up. Uh, and then Yarnak says, I know a secret way out. Uh, but let's roll for initiative. <laughs> He says that? He does, because he does. <laughs> Yarnak knows, knows an awful lot about the workings of the universe. Uh, also, why would he not just, just describe the secret way out? <laughs> you know, the, the he's worst... Just, he's just uh, showing off 16, his knowledge. Sorry. I also Speaking know as, all the capitals of Tyr. 20. Speaking as someone who was recently dead, I have a secret is some of the worst dying words you can do. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you when I get back. But it's only attacking him, so he doesn't care. Hey! people hey uh, yeah there would be one initiative wow I technically three. a two with my modifier oh, good. But i rolled okay, a good. one all right i'm so. great at rolling ones it's good to have a specialty yeah uh, press to get a seven 20 for carlos oh Ooh. uh georgia what did you get right 16 there. 16 all right you go dan three three so you go before. Wow, I'm Tony. surprised I'm going faster than anyone. Kachka, 22, and oh, there are no tembos in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Although that'd be awesome. 
Uh, Ketchka, what do you do? So you are sitting at this table. You are sitting yes. at the table, not standing on the table. Uh, right. door bursts open, uh, very dramatically. Uh, this unearthly thing sweeps in and jumps on the table and attacks your new friend, Yarnak. Yeah. Unearthly things will do that. Um, okay. So the door is still open. Is that correct? The door is still open. Let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Looks like I could just get within reach of the door from where I'm at? Uh, yes. All right, so I'm going to assume that this this creature, I mean, is it a reasonable assumption that this creature is not going to take a swipe at me since it's focused at uh, Yarnak? That is not a question I can answer. I know, I'm wondering if the other guys yes, think that. Yes, that is that's... a reasonable question. I th- a reasonable thought. I think thought. He'll, he'll probably All right, I'm, a... I'm going to just go... I'm I'm going to run for the door and slam it shut. Okay, it and, completely ignores you. And uh and bar it or lock it by any means that I can find near me. Is there something uh, I can use to So that's a move. I will say you can, you know, there's like a uh like a knot kind of lock that you can fiddle with and knot it. A knot? Well, there's a uh, metal like a is of... scarce here in F, oh, okay. so they use uh, pieces of uh, you know twi- not twine but like uh, leather to to lock their doors, and so that's what you can do. Got it. All right, so I slam the door shut and I tie it tie it uh, tightly with the knot, or as tightly as I can with one action. Okay. I assume is that an action or is that a? Uh... Uh, well, I'll say that closing the door is a free action. Uh, that's right. I can, I, I can and, deal uh, with like one item. Nodding is uh, your full action. But I can, on my turn, I may interact with two objects or features of the environment for free because I have multiple limbs. Uh, well, then you can do another action. Wonderful. Then I will spin on my heels All right, and, uh, and I will whisper <laughs> some dissonance at, uh, at this creature that is currently attacking Yarnak. Okay. And that involves... A uh, wisdom saving throw. All right. Uh, 16? Uh, that actually saves. Okay. It takes uh, half of seven, so three damage. Okay. Psychic damage, if that makes any difference. It does not. Okay. And I think that does it for me. Carlos, your turn. Oh, wait, those are, are those, those were free actions that I was able to use there with the, to bar the door? Uh, no, those were just normal actions. It says for free. What else would you like to do, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> well, how badly how badly hurt does Yarnak look? Uh, you can't really tell. I can't really tell. Okay. Uh, well, then I will I will send some bardic inspiration to uh, Umlal, who seems like he's well pitched to attack that dude. All right. Okay. So, uh, Carlos, it's your turn. You see uh, this this thing. Uh, run in and attack uh, Yarnak. Has ignored. Now you've noticed that Ketchka left, uh, and it was clear that he could have been hit, or she could have been hit, uh, but the the thing completely ignored. Carlos, oh, this is tricky because Carlos knows that there are people outside who are behind this. Well, Carlos is going to move over closer to the creature, and he's going to take a swipe at it because Carlos likes hitting things. I think that's going okay. to override any strategy on. Did his we part. have any doubt? <laughs> uh, I don't think we did. Twenty-two. Uh, Twenty-two hits. Fourteen damage. All right. All right. Fourteen. Mole, stick together. <laughs> 
Uh, and okay. So when you hit it, you notice that it has this tar-like substance, uh, and for a moment, it feels like your weapon's going to stick to it, but it doesn't. Mm. So just FYI. All right. Uh, good, good tip. No reason. You're well. Uh, scale. <clears throat> so I saw that the summoner is outside. Yes. Well, you, you, you saw someone who looks like they could have summoned it. You don't know if they are or not. But. Now, with my knowledge of magic, do I know that the summoner has to be able to see its creature? Or do I know that the creature is going to keep on attacking until the summoner is gone or it's defeated its... Uh, you know that uh, for the summon creature, he does not need to be in eyesight of his creature. He's basically summoned this from another plane, and now it exists. He, You assume he's given it a specific instruction that it will carry out until it dies. If the caster dies before that, it doesn't get dispelled. It just hangs out until it completes its mission. Its mission will release it. So once its mission is completed, and you can posit that its mission is to kill Yarnak, it will go back to its plane of existence. Oh, guys, kill somebody kill Yarnak, and then it'll disappear. <laughs> <laughs> that is problem solving right we, there. We uh, cut oh, out the middleman here, and the Yarnak. <laughs> <laughs> Always cut out the Yarnak. Yeah. Cut it out. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> Scott Coulier at your service. That's right. I'd say this tavern is a full house. Oh, oh that hurt, that hurt me a little bit. Yeah. Hurt me a lot. Also, the wizard looks like John Stamos. <laughs> oh, now we're talking. <laughs> He's eating some Greek yogurt. That is exactly what John Stamos would do. That's right. What would John Stamos do? WWJST. <laughs> <laughs> so what what are you doing, Skell? I'm going to magic missile the creature. What happened? Did we win? The John Stamos made an appearance. Yes, John, yeah. the wizard looks like John Stamos. Was he drunk? No, he's eating no, Greek he's yogurt. Eating yogurt. <laughs> oh, duh. And I believe Press uh, Scale has just magic missile the wizard. Is mm -hmm. that right? Yes. Not the wizard. The creature. The not the wizard. The creature. The creature. Okay. The door I can't is closed. See the we wizard. See Someone closed the door. Oh, that's right. The door is closed. Look at you people paying attention. Mm -hmm. All right, those hit because they never miss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my turn. Does it look bothered by it? Uh, it looks like it's completely ignoring everything that's happening and just attacking Yarnak. Does it look harmed like in it, any way? Does by it look it? like it gets damaged? It's is what I mean. Uh, well, it's hard to tell. This thing is kind of is very ugly and it's covered with this tar. He's very cute. I, I think that that's that's just mean to say that he's a very cute looking creature. Really, yeah. Don't he's judge him by measure. our plane standards of that's beauty. Right. Well, he's yeah, on another exactly. plane. He's Handsome no John Stamos. by his standards. Yeah. Uh, he's ugly in, in any of <laughs> any plane. <laughs> Wow, Scott. Wow. I didn't know it was that I'm kind of campaign. I'm disappointed in you, Scott. I'm sorry. You know, there are there are objective uh, ways of judging someone's beauty, and uh, under those rubrics, this guy's ugly. Yeah. Are there really, though? Are there? There are. Oh, okay. Well, if the DM says it, it must be true. Good to know. Fair enough. You know. Uh, so, let's see, he takes 10 points of damage as the, uh, thing bites him and claws him. And he's like, ah, ah stop. <laughs> Presta. Um, I am just going to shoot at the thing okay. over here. I don't feel like I need to get any closer, though. So, just aim at it and 
24. Uh, 24 will hit. Hooray. Nine points of damage. All it's right. not undead, is it? No. Uh, and as uh, people in the tavern begin to notice this is happening, they start to freak out. <laughs> Always good. <laughs> That's and so this guy, guy is underwear? running towards the door, and he's going to try and push uh, Ketchka out of the way. Uh, and he does a 14, which I think does not push Ketchka out of the way, but it he's does, trying. Well, if it's armor class based, it does not. Yeah, dude, there's another door. So this guy Maybe is use the one far away from the monster. Yeah. In case of monster, do not use Please elevator. Please disperse. Use other door. Guys, out of here. The creature from an alternate plane will be dealt with in good time. Please disperse. There is nothing to see here. Go out the northern door. Please Please disperse. move in an orderly fashion. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not panic and push the three creed. <laughs> oh, there's something big coming over the bar. That's the barmaid. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. And she is unlocking the door. Of all the people that would know there's a door farther away from the monster, you'd think it would be the barmaid. Well, I can't prevent her in smart. some way from unlocking the door? It's not your turn, dude. Well, I don't have a reaction of some kind I can deal with there? What? You don't. You don't have limitless things to do. I do, too. We live <laughs> in a world of rules. <laughs> I live within the realm of the rules, sir, and I follow them to the T. You should know that. Do you see this woman? She looks dedicated. <laughs> But she will have to try to push you out of the way to get through the door. No one's stopping her. Well, it's Yardek's turn, and he is going to... Uh, oh, this thing moved. And so he's going to go one, two, three... Was that an ability roll that she made, incidentally, to open that uh, door? She is just trying to unlock it. She hasn't done any abilities or anything. Okay. Well, if she does, you let me know, because I have a reaction that I haven't used yet this turn. Do I get an opportunity attack on that move by the creature? Uh, Sure. I like extra attacks. <laughs> oh, he's out. Yarnak is out. 23. Yes, you notice Yarnak push against a panel and he leaves. What, what, but what about the, you left us with your guy? This is your well, let's friend. Go. I mean, he doesn't care. He's it's just, just going to keep following. Somebody so. should make sure to like block the passageway. Otherwise, we're just going to be following that monster, following Yarnak across all of Tyr. Maybe the monster will just whack himself against the secret door for an hour. 11 damage. Regdar. He passes out. All right. So I'm way up north. Um, Winter is coming. Wait, you, you, I think you, I think you moved me out of the bar. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I did not panic and leave the bar. Um, Didn't you? I mean, not yet. Uh, I don't. That was your chance get... to be undercover and attack those guys who were casting the spell. Well, I think I want to help you guys out in here before I run away. Um, let's see, one, two, three, four. Five. I'm not quite close enough to use this cool spell, so I will just do. Magic Missile, I'll do the powered-up version of it again, which is great, because it automatically hits him, right? It does. Enjoy 13 damage, Monster Jerk. Sips off. All right. This this guy is not looking good. He's looking even uglier. Well, he, oh, I was going to say, because he wasn't looking good to start with. Oh, yeah. He's really ugly. Kashka! <laughs> <laughs> yes. So there's a barmaid trying to open the door here. Yes, a very uh, I would like to barmaid. try to prevent her from unlocking the door by calmly informing her that if, if she does so, she will likely be killed. There are, there are other <laughs> monsters outside, and she should probably take the northern door. Remain calm, but there's people out there that are going to kill you. That's right. Please, calmly. Uh, people, give... people out the southern door, the northern door is completely clear. I have a question for the dungeon master. Uh, yes. I think I was before Regdar. 
That is not, in fact, a question. Yes, you were. <laughs> I think I was before Regdar. <laughs> <laughs> you were. I'm sorry. Your your card got uh, overlooked. So you, before Ketchka <laughs> talks to the barmaid, uh, Umlal. All I'm going to do is hit this guy. All right. <laughs> I just, want, I just want a chance. I just want a chance. All I'm going to do is hit Give me this a guy. chance. Put me in, coach. 19. That hits. And uh, Ketchka, uh, determine if you want to use intimidation or persuasion. And let me know. Uh, I will use persuasion. Well, just, just hold on to that thought while we finish Dan's. Also, All right. uh, Steve, you gave me an inspiration. What can I use I did. that for? Uh, you can use it for to hit, for saving throws, or uh, ability checks. Okay, but not damage. So not for damage. Sadness, but I will just... Oh, and I get to roll twice, so... One roll, and that's... Save that. They're later. exact the same, so 11 damage for that monster. All right, it, it dissipates. Eat nice. it, monster! <laughs> Hacha, you might want to let the barmaid open the door then. No, there's they still don't. some bad dudes out there. No need All to right, panic. Kachka, persuade me not to open that door. I will do that. Or I will do my best to do that, I should say. Don't want to set expectations too high. That is a four with my plus seven for persuasion. That is an 11. All right. And she is, let's say she is a commoner. Uh, wow. So judgmental. <laughs> uh, well... <laughs> She is totally persuaded, and she uh, hops over the bar and just hides. Good. All right. Uh, uh, so what was that of, of that my That was your whole turn. <laughs> what? Listen, you did 18 million things last turn. So. I did exactly the number I was allowed to do by the rules, my friend. Okay. Uh, Carlos, you, you see that the, the monster has dissipated. Uh, Yarnak has also dissipated in that he's uh, <laughs> exited stage left. I say we follow Yarnak. Yeah, so so the guys, we know there's there's people with house shum livery out there. And so my, mm-hmm. my, my thinking is that if we're trying to kind of infiltrate house shum, getting in a big fight with house shum guards might not be the smartest thing. So maybe we oh. should just go out the I back door. I think they're already pretty aware of our existence. But guys, guys, if not. we're going to attack their headquarters, what better time to do it than when we th- they think we're on the run? That's true. Some of them are out. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I'm going to run out the back door following the only. Neck. I mean, the only thing, the only possible reason to not do that would be our con- possible concern for property damage and loss of life here. Nope. That's the flow. Let's what? not start now. I don't know. What's uh, the liability rider in our adventuring party? <laughs> so. <laughs> so is everyone going to leave? Because uh, if yeah, you do, like you're out of combat. I'll follow Carlos out. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. I like that part. And I mean, we can flee through. It's like a secret passageway, right? So, it is a secret passageway. So like if we close it behind us. Like we, those guys will be really confused. Yeah, well, the doors closed. They can't see where we're exactly, pressing, so. exactly. So we're just going to disappear, right. and they'll be like, yeah. "What happened to our like, monster oh. that we summoned?" Uh, they'll they'll be checking at the uh, lavatory. Do you want to to buy um buy us some extra time? Uh, I like. What are you thinking? Uh, Clouded daggers in the doorway. No, no. Well, I could do that. <laughs> um, I have another thing. I can create a silent image. Um, it takes one action. I have to do it within 60 feet of myself, um, but I can, it, it, as long as I concentrate up to 10 minutes, I can create a, a, a visual illusion and it doesn't create any sound or smell. But, you know, what would you guys think if there was just a tembo in this bar for the next 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> 
I was going to say you could just make it look like our Yarnak was still sitting at the table. Yeah, me too. I could do that. <laughs> or that's tempo, a, that's whatever the second you possibility. I, can make, I, don't, I don't think I have the ability to make it look like Yarnak and the Tembo are drinking. That feels like... <laughs> that's, that's the Tembo with like a mug. Yeah, that seems got, like a higher level illusion. Um, so. You've got Tembo on the brain. I could, I, I could... Whichever one you guys like. We probably don't have a lot of time to debate it as we escape through the uh, secret passage. What, what spell is this, Tony? Silent Image. But nonetheless deadly. I just want to see if it's line of sight. Oh, you mean after I leave, basically? Exactly. Oh. That would be... Yeah, that would make it moot. Yeah, that would make it moot. In which case, we'll just leave. Hmm. Well, that doesn't say it's line of sight. I mean, obviously, I can't, I can't, I, I, to cast you, it has to be, but I don't know yes. about... So uh, you can... You, I will say that it can stay in stationary... In yep. one spot for up to ten minutes, but if you want to move it, you have to see it. Uh, all right. Well, uh, fine. Yarnoth is sitting there in the corner. We go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Done. Perfect. For uh, ten minutes. I suspect they'll figure out that he's not there within the ten minutes. <laughs> yes, because they are uh, going to try and kill him immediately, and then it leaves. So you're, you're out of the tavern. Uh, Yarnak is like, uh, do not follow me. I am going back into hiding. I don't know why I came out. This was a horrible mistake. I have never met any of you. You do not know my name. This you're never welcome. happened. Sure, Yarnak, whatever. And he, he flees into the city. We Jeez, follow it's him. Not, it's not like anybody <laughs> died. <laughs> They're only looking for one guy. You being in a group, that's like a great idea. I suggest we get off the streets um, because mm-hmm. pretty soon um, the Templars are going to show up. And whether we get into trouble with House Sham or House or with the Templars, uh, it seems like we don't want any kind of trouble of the vast variety of the 31 flavors of trouble that Tyr offers. <laughs> let's not taste any of them. Uh, Just 31. Well, you know, like eight of those are sand. Uh, so. <laughs> One is Tembo. Yeah. So you guys think there's anything to be gained by talking to uh, Marius Amketch and letting him know what happened with his caravan? Hmm. Eh. Might he send some hired muscle along to help us? Or uh, I don't know. I, I'm having a little trouble figuring out the different motivations of people. Presta, did you have any? You, you were just hanging out outside the, the caravan you didn't have a pre-existing relationship with him that you have to honor or anything. No, okay. I mean unless unless Scott wants to to retroactively build that in. Yeah. Um, nope. <laughs> smart. That feels like something we worry about. Like after you know, you can uh, totally afterward. you know where House Amaketch is. You can visit there. It's not far from this bar. I mean, it's a better part of town, but it's not super far away. So I'm thinking he might he might load us up with some free magic items or something if we went over there and told him what we were up to, but. Perhaps not. That's true. He does hate House Sham. As far as I can tell, he's done nothing wrong except hire us. <laughs> that was his first mistake. And his last. Well, no, his first mistake was hiring Brezrak. Mm-hmm. Brezrak and Holthead, I think, were his first mistake. Yeah, he's, he, he actually made him. a lot of mistakes. So when you, when you, when you unpack that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, he sucks. Let's not talk to him. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much all the way around. Well, maybe, hey, we might still take over his caravan business in our in our long-term plan here. It seems like it's pretty easy to do, so why not? I'm well, assuming you guys have retreated to your uh, watering retreat. hole of choice, your, yes. your sanding hole of choice. Mm-hmm. We've gotten off the streets. Uh, and you are discussing your next tactic. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. All right. Well, let, so, let me know what you want to do. 
So what about the storefront? Yeah, we're going to warehouse some pottery, underneath, right? Beneath the store, Ritika? It's beneath the workshop of a trader in pottery and glassware by the name of Redesha. Redika. Redika? Do we, we want to go Radishes? there during Redisha? <laughs> normal business hours? under, Or do we want to go there? Oh, we want to go there during abnormal business hours. Well, I w- that would be under cover of darkness. Or, or do we scout it during well, a normal you would, business Well, you would hour. know, Regdar, when do glassware and pottery merchants generally ply their wares? Is it well, during, during the day, day or in the Yeah, evening? during the day. <laughs> 1 a.m. No, there's. you want to get it when the sun late. is high in the sky. At the po- pottery hour, people, late, late when, it, when it catches Come the on. light. But, but, I mean, you probably would fire the kiln overnight so as not to heat up the they shop don't, too much. I mean, the shop is where it's, they it's sell it. They don't make it there. On well, but they put on the hot now sign. That's when you want to get your pottery. That's when it's fresh. No, you don't want fresh pottery. Oh, Katska, we've talked about this. <laughs> no, we have. Well, maybe we have, but I was ignoring Good you. pottery is aged. <laughs> Like a like a wine that you keep in pottery. Wow. Do you season it? I mean, is it like a cast iron pot? You need to. Yeah. Well, oh, like. Or what oh. now? Cast I'm iron pants. A whole pot made of cast iron. Cast That's iron pants. Idea. Do those exist, Ragnar? Cast iron pots. Uh, they're extremely valuable. Interesting. Well, not really. <laughs> valuable, not interesting. This has been pottery talk. If you're just tuning in, can we Ragnar. make? Uh, can we kill Ragnar again? <laughs> <laughs> is it too Don't late to change him. our wish uh, <laughs> I was just replying to questions oh I Ruby didn't... Skull please come back to us we've <laughs> made some mistakes I mean so look we're going to bust in there at night we're going to stroll in there during the day how do we want to play this I assume night is probably the way to go given you know your pottery knowledge but we're not going to be able to talk to anyone at night that's true gonna... we may not be able to talk there to and... shouldn't we scout first and see if there's any info and then go at night like, we're not wanted for anything. They don't know of all of our crimes, do they? <laughs> the, the dude, oh. uh, the Sham representative in uh, Red Obelisk or wherever the hell it is we've been, he's definitely a Sham dude. He definitely knows who we are. Also, they, they, do, they apparently do have magic users who can summon ethereal beings to just bust in doors. Guys, check the door. <laughs> God, if we'd only had that on the caravan. Doors aren't that tough. It wasn't us. It was the ethereal being with the tar. Yeah. Um, Put him in the catapult. Slightly more plausible than the story we actually can got. So <laughs> it sounds like we're interested in going to, to scout out the, uh, the the pottery shop under the auspices of making some pottery purchases. Thanks, Clippy. Yes. Well, you're the guy for that one, Rigdar. <laughs> I don't think we should all go traipsing in. I think maybe some of us should, you know, hang out in whatever marketplace happens to be in front, and then you know have Regdar and and probably Kachka since we need or maybe scale. Folks with some charisma to, to go along with Ragdar. I mean, he knows his stuff, but um, I wouldn't exactly want him to try sweet-talking. Guys, what could go wrong? What you're saying, Erica, is you need people to drag him out after. Yeah, yeah. someone rescue him. possibly before. <laughs> this gentleman who would like to inquire about your pottery would like to speak through me. No, he speaks common. <laughs> you're an <laughs> etiquette interpreter now? That's, I'm a protocol uh, bug. Okay, let's let's do that. Uh, okay. So during the day, yeah, Carlos and I will hang out in the market. Is that what's happening? You you want to be you know not too far away from us. All right. But, you know, fly casual. <laughs> Got That's it. us. Yeah, Amla I'll hang out will outside peruse somewhere. the offerings in the hot stew stands. Mm. Yeah, there's <laughs> a whole buddy comedy stew. to be made with uh, Omwal <laughs> and and Carlos acting casual in the market. 
I don't want to be a guy selling Carlos, hot, hot please stew. Please take in. a look at this hot stew bowl. It selling is hot delicious. stew here, that is a rough job. I'm going to just stand in the shadows somewhere and just sort of keep an eye on the place from outside. You wait long enough, it's cold stew. <laughs> All right, so you are going during the day. Is that what I've heard? Correct. Uh, your next directions lead you to a large, prosperous pottery and glazier shop. This this is the busy merchant district of Tyr, and by day, Arena Way is crowded with th- throngs of vendors and passerbys. Or thongs. Or thongs, whatever. Or passersby. And, 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 good lord. The shop Are we is still wearing our thongs from the cage, by the way? I seem to recall that's what we were dressed in at the time. Uh, you can be wearing whatever you'd like. Oh, we we got our clothes back. Ooh. But that doesn't mean we aren't wearing our thongs. The other guy's wearing tidy whities It must be fashionable. <laughs> that guy was awesome. I'm so sad he didn't factor into that last encounter. I know. How could he be there and not factor into anything? He ran away. Underwear and one sock. <laughs> His little undies. Uh, so you, you see... <laughs> they aren't whities anymore, though. You're on Arena Way. You see this, full of good this berries. prosperous uh, pottery and glazier shop. Uh, the door is open. It is the daytime. The shop is open. You can do what you will. You're on Arena Way. Can everyone see the map? Yes. So you're going in. Going in. So is it an like a an open doorway that we can see a little bit of the? Uh, yeah. So or? you can see that it's a well kept storefront with even shelves displaying numerous examples of pottery, including jars, urns, plates, and jugs, and glassware, mostly bottles of different types with rare crystal pieces or mirrors. You also notice some crystal swans. At the uh, you know, oh, crystal <laughs> swans! I could totally blow those up right now. And so I haven't, I didn't bother to put anybody else in here, but there are a bunch of people in here looking at the wares. There's some people who are clearly uh, employees of the shop, helping customers. Guys, uh, it's I a very, could jack up this shop so bad right now. It is a very, very large, uh, prosperous pottery shop. How big is this? This is, this entire black square is the shop. Yes, that entire black square. It's a big shop. As I as I see through the door that it's that huge, I'm actually going to go inside and just sort of kind of stand against the wall. And I rolled an 18 on a stealth check to just sort of be like, I'm just looking at pottery and don't, uh, don't notice me. So okay, I'll just be like there. So I'm keeping an eye out, but I'm not I'm not looking like I'm with them. I got you. So what we're searching for is any of the secret passages that would lead to beneath the store or any strange happenings while we talk to whoever runs it. We're just kind of casing the joint right now, yeah. There's a counter there with, uh, it seems like there's a a, a well-dressed merchant standing behind the counter uh, who you would imagine is uh, the owner of the shop. You're not coming in, Ragnar? You're not? I'm sorry. I'm trailing behind, I guess. You're You're in shock. Yeah, I'm just this like is your wow. dream come true. It's <laughs> no, but I'm ready. Happened. I'm ready. I'm already. I'm. I'm formulating my. my he's my gonna. Plan. He's gonna lose it if any of us break any of these pots in battle. Yeah. I'm just Guys, saying. Guys, everyone, be really careful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, uh, it's a nice quality. shop you got here. Shame if something shattered to it. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so uh, the uh, proprietor, who I will give this. Thing. So he does not have a bow, so nobody freak out. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's he's wearing like a bow, like a decorative bow. It's yes, actually a bow tie, tie. Yeah, which is actually humongous and shaped like a bow and arrow bow. Well, it's like it's shaped like a novelty bow and arrow. Yeah, 
That's yeah. the fashion in Athens right now. <laughs> well, why wouldn't it? Be? As you do. Uh, he's a human, uh, middle-aged. He he looks like a prosperous prosperous merchant. Uh, and he says, welcome to uh, Racina's House of Pottery. How may I help you? Well, uh, we have heard that this has this pottery shop has the best pottery in all of the land. You've heard correctly, my friend. Well, can, can you show us some of your finer sets of pottery? Because my friend over here is about to have – he's he's really excited about pottery. We have traveled like – Throughout lands to try to find the best pottery shops. So well, you, you don't have to go far. You found the best pottery shop in all of, of Athens. What? Uh, and he turned. Your friend was uh, Regdar. I'm assuming. Did you point to Regdar? Regdar. Yes. Yes. Uh, he says, "Good sir, what kind of pottery can I help you with?" Uh, so I think Regdar would like to, uh, you know, reach deep within his wealth of pottery knowledge, and you know, he's he's looking. He's going to name probably you know a particularly rare kind of collector's item as far as pottery goes. You know, something that might be stored in the back under extra security. As he does this, I'd like to look behind the counter for anything that might uh, appear to be like a trap door or something obviously the entrance to some sort of secret tunnel. <laughs> well, if, if a secret entrance was obvious, it wouldn't be very secret. Well, it? it might not be that secret. It might just be, you know, a door in the floor. Uh, there are no doors in the floor. That you can see. Uh, and so he says, ah, I see you're a true pottery connoisseur, sir. Uh, I sadly am out of stock of uh, the Nibidian clay jars, uh, but I do have a shipment coming in next week. If you'd like to come back, uh, I'm sure I can. What, what size jars are you looking for? Uh, large. Ah, yes. Well, those are a pretty penny, but uh, I have the finest ones uh, imported. We we can't make it here. As you know, the clay in tier does not uh, have the same uh, striations as it does in Nimia. So of, of course, of course. You don't have to talk to me about striations. Well, <laughs> I, I apologize. <laughs> Given that you don't have exactly what you're looking for, uh, would it be too much to ask for a tour of uh, your facilities in case there is any other... Uh, items that might catch our eye. We are, you know, we're, we're doing a, a, a bit of import export work right now. And, you know, Oh, are you, some, are you working with one of the houses? We, yes, we are. Uh, we're actually, we're uh, working on our own, but, uh, you know, no, we an, have a young upstart house, <laughs> significant capital with which to invest. Uh, oh. we have done work with house Sham in the past. Yes. We have, yeah. we have some tokens. House Sham, really? Well, they're not known for, uh, pottery. This is this is my friend's special thing. He thinks that pottery is going to be the new wave. And I tell you, you get in with him, he's going to make you a pretty penny. He loves his pottery. Yeah, we really believe that pottery is going to totally disrupt the closed container market. <laughs> <laughs> this time next year, no one's going to be talking about barrels. No one. <laughs> uh, so roll, uh, Regdar, roll a deception check. Uh, uh, I am anymore? not good at those. <laughs> Deception is a thing. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have aiding or oh, helping in this Six. version of D&D? You, 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 you subtracted one from your total, by the way. Uh, yeah, my charisma bonus is a minus oh, one. Oh. <laughs> Sadly, accurate. Uh, must be but he's in my aura. Shouldn't he get a little extra? <laughs> Uh, I may I may just come off like a scummy dirtbag investor. Uh, he's like, well, I I while well, I laud your uh, go getting attitude, yeah, there's still going to be barrels in a year. Easy. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, while I love pottery, I think eh, you might be overzealous. Would it be possible for you to show us around the shop, please? 
certainly. Uh, let me just uh, get someone to cover the uh, the counter for me. Uh, and he yells out, uh, Zigbee, get here, get up here. <laughs> Zigbee, I don't know where I came from. Uh, seamless, Scott, seamless. Uh, you know, I just made that up. So somebody who also no. needs to have a bow and Also wearing a bow tie. Wow. You guys look so similar. We're, yeah, we're, this uh, is a very brothers. formal place. <laughs> Half well, they, they all have the bow, the, the bow shaped uh, bow. You didn't look really at the sign over the, the door. It, you didn't look at the sign over there, Zigby and Zigby. <laughs> says, uh, "Follow me," and he he takes you down. So there are the bow shaped bow guys. There are uh, rows of shelves uh, with uh, festooned with pottery and glassware. Uh, and he says, uh, "Is there something in particular you were looking for, milady?" I like things with lots of sparkles, something with maybe some sapphires, perhaps a few emeralds. Um, and I would like it to, to carry around, you know, also to hold like jewelry and, and maybe a, a small cup as well. <laughs> All right. Well, we can, we can, we can help with the cup. Uh, and I do have some containers that could be good for jewelry, but none of my, uh, things have jewels affixed upon them. We could do a special order, I suppose, uh, but uh, I don't have anything in stock. We could do maybe glassware instead? Oh, certainly. Uh, right this okay. way. And he takes you down to, let's say, he goes down to the front of the store where there's a bunch of glassware, uh, and I assume you go with him. Oops, that's not you. <laughs> Following. Uh, is everybody, what else? Yeah, we're... What is everybody else doing while he is uh, showing glassware to uh, scale? I think I'll uh, I think I'll sidle over to the counter and have a, a chat with Zigby because his name intrigues me. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Sorry, sorry, Scott. No, that's all right. Uh, Zigby says, "How can I help you?" Did uh, I hear your name is Zigby? Are you from Urek? Is that an Urekian name, or where are you from originally? Well, uh, funny story. <laughs> uh, my my great great grandparents are from Urek. Uh, well, one of them was my great great grandfather. His hmm. name was Zigby the first. I'm actually sure, Zigby sure. the third of the Urek uh, Zigbys. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, formerly formerly of Urek, we moved to Tyr uh, two generations ago for for greater profit. My my great grandfather fell in love with a half elf from Tyr, yeah, as, as you know. You do. Story as old as time. I hear you. Uh, their great romance uh, led eventually to my parents. I uh, fall in love with many an elf, uh, half elf myself. Yeah. Well, I, I hear that uh, there you, are you, your folks love elf. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And he winks. <laughs> Wink. Um, I'm going to follow him around. I'm going to walk around the edges of the shop. Okay. And kind of touch the walls and touch stuff to see which areas he does not seems to get more anxious and upset where I start heading down towards. Uh well as you're, you're touching uh fragile expensive things he's like, "Oh, no, please, I'll, I'll I touch can the, the 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 stands that they're on, not the actual uh, objects." Okay. He doesn't seem perturbed at all. And just to clarify, so far he's really just giving us a tour of the front room, right? It's that it is seems correct. like this is the showroom. We got to we got to get behind the scenes one whether one way or another. So uh, and uh, Presta, are you uh, doing anything in particular? You're you're well hidden. No one has noticed you. I'm just sort of skulking, and maybe I'll kind of just very slowly, as nobody's around, make my way around the perimeter and just sort of check out the you know oh, the nice. walls yeah. just to see if there's anything obvious. Okay, so or give even not me... so obvious. I'm I'm skulking. That's that's a slow process. It it is. Let's uh, give me a perception check if you're looking for like particular secret doors or something. Uh, 19. Uh, you don't find any. Okay. So, uh... Is it doors, Scott, that they, the, the way that they go into the back rooms? Are those two doors? Uh, yes, those are doors. Let me, uh, reveal Locked? Them. 
Uh, well, you'd have to see if they're locked or not. Do they have <laughs> locks on them? Like uh, they look like they can be secured. He's very prosperous. He's just he continues to talk about all various kinds of glassware and pottery. Uh, Zigbee continues to regale you with his his entire lineage. Yeah, so I say to Zigbee, Zigbee, is it uh, is it just you and Rosita here in the shop? You guys are uh, co partners in this thing? Oh no, I, I work for Rosita. He he has a large staff. Uh, we've got a bunch of glaziers in the back. Uh, I I'm hoping to become uh, a, a potter, but. Uh, my throwing is not so great, but I'm working on it. But uh, he, uh, uh, Rosita has told me that I should uh, work the desk for a while. Uh, yeah. Well, I, you, you got to start somewhere, right? I kind of broke a lot of things. Well, I started making pottery, and then I kind of been demoted. Oh uh, boy, I hate to, I hate when that happens. Does he have a set of keys on his belt? Uh, not that you could see. Yeah, I imagine sometimes you drop a you drop a pot and something uh, you know something inside the pot crawls out that you're not too excited about. Huh? I, I feel like there's a lot of pottery talk lot. going on here, and yet we haven't heard anything from Regdar. I'm very confused about what's happening. <laughs> Regdar is just soaking it all in. Now, my friend did ask about uh, the option of of having jewel encrusted things, and you you mentioned the the possibility of a special order. Now, is that something you would uh, contract out, or that you would potentially do in house? Oh well, sir. I uh, I don't want to insult you, but uh, I, I don't contract out special orders. We do that all in house. And would I, it be possible for us to see where that all happens? I think that's really important before we, uh, you know, make any come to any kind of arrangement. I would definitely have to make sure that the jewels were of the finest quality. And, I just and I no just offense, want to see the conditions but, under which the artisans work. I mean, mm, that's who well, would. Are, are you suggesting that the conditions in my shop are anything but spectacular, sir? I they are so spectacular. I can't wait to see them. Oh, a true <laughs> connoisseur. <laughs> well, this is highly unusual, but uh, why not? Although I think I'll have to ask your uh, Thrykreen friend to stay out. Thrykreen, uh, notoriously clumsy. Wow. <laughs> Since when? He's a racist. As <laughs> <laughs> if that answers everything. He's a racist. So, uh, Zigbee, your boss, bit of a dick. It's huh? a <laughs> you did not hear him say that. And he whispered oh. it to uh, Scale and uh, uh, Dark. So he says, follow me. And so we do. And so you, you uh, Keshka, you see uh, Scale and Regdar and uh, Rosita pass by. We just kind of uh, wave to him, you know. And uh, he un- he opens this door here. Uh, that I'll, I'll shoot a little telepathic message to him saying, uh, you know, if something happens, scream at the top of your lungs. <laughs> that is and really I'll, smart. Well, I'll come yeah. for you. This is – wow, we're really – we're doing really well. This is really building up to our inevitable failure. Oh. Uh, <laughs> slow and steady. <laughs> That's right. So you uh, enter into – he says, please uh, mind your hands as we go mm-hmm. into the storeroom. And he opens the door. Dot dot dot. Here we are. The suspense is building. Ah, it's so crazy. How did he open the door? I wonder how Zigbee's career is going to go. Well, what did he use to open the door? Just he opened it, or was there a key? He just opened it. It feels like it's already on a downward trajectory. I feel like no. There's a lot of potential here. I mean, he could either. Come in. There could be either a large opening in the hierarchy above him, that yeah, could or that's true. Or this entire place could be burned to the ground in an hour. I wonder. Really go you, any way, any I'm getting the impression from his boss that there already is a large opening on top. I wonder of this if if Regdar's career trajectory was similar in that he tried to do pottery, couldn't, and decided to go into paperwork. Oh, that's a sad state of affairs. I hope that uh, didn't happen. Wow. 
those who can't do talk about it incessantly and file <laughs> and file paperwork about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you, this is a storeroom that has uh, crates of earthware and packed mm-hmm. bottles are kept here, ready to ship. This room is more cluttered and dirty than the storefront. The door is tied shut with a complex knot, which he unknotted. Uh, and you see a guard, uh, and, uh, Reseda says, oh, yeah, well, we, obviously, this is where we store my stock, so we need to, uh, keep it, uh, under lock and key. Of course, of course. Uh, and so, uh, actually, and then he says, haha, this is not the way to the workshop. <laughs> You can turn around. Very professional. I, I just wanted to show you uh, we have much in stock, but let's go this way. <laughs> I, I've had I've had worse tours. At least he didn't end it in the storeroom. So that would be Zigbee, awkward. your boss ever been in this building before? Just curious. <laughs> and he says, uh, just between you and me, he drinks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's all right then. <laughs> Uh, and so he takes you into this other door, which is also uh, locked with a complex knot. Uh, and this is just an office. Uh, so, j- you know, I, I, these complex knot locks, are these a standard Athasian feature? These are these are pretty standard. Okay. Okay, not like complex knot locks that we can cut with like a knife. Yeah, I mean I was gonna say like they seems like they might slow you down a little bit if you cared about not just chopping the rope. Yes, that's right. So well, well, nobody are, owns scissors. Everybody, everybody's you know. That's true. That's true. I there mean, are uh, several desks in this room. There mm-hmm. are clerks working at the desks, keeping accounts. There's bookcases with uh, the books of the store. This is clearly his office. He says, "This is my office. We usually don't bring people back here, uh, but I just need to. We need to go through here so we can get into." And I would assume, mm-hmm. as we're being taken around, we're we're looking around quite carefully for any places that look like there might be some kind of. Uh, entryway or passageway or even whether secret or just you know discreet that would lead to a lower uh, level. well sure roll a perception check 13 <laughs> you know, well you had to keep them busy right we have to take turns <laughs> uh, so <laughs> with those two rolls you don't notice anything oh uh, and you continue into the workshop so saw several large kilns fill this room mm-hmm. uh, and there are a bunch of craftsmen making pottery. Uh, it's very hot in here. Uh, and there you go. Oh, but does uh, Carlos and uh, uh, Umlal want to do anything? Nothing's happening out there. People are shopping. Various things are happening. You know, uh, normal uh, things are happening. Uh, uh, okay. Should we, we meet up maybe have like a, like a sandwich or something? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still chatting with Zigby. Uh, I've just discovered he plays guitar. Uh, yeah, as it turns out. I think Carl- what Carlos is going to do is Carlos is going to walk the perimeter and pay attention to if there are various exits and entrances to this building. All right. Alma okay. will go the other way from Carlos, and they will meet up. You'll probably <laughs> also walk past uh, Presta at some point, right? Presta, you're hiding in a shadow somewhere. No, I'm. I'm Presta's inside, hiding in though. the storeroom. Oh, okay. Scott, I'd like I'd like to ask Zigby if he plays guitar. Uh, Zigby says no. I I, uh, I don't have any uh, <laughs> musical inclination. Uh, my my true passion is pottery. Oh, I'm not very good at it, but it's my true passion. Um, so uh, Umlal and Carlos count seven entrances into this building. Uh, Presta, are you doing anything? Well, there's been a little bit of time, so you can do. I'm something just going to continue, like. like to make my way around the uh, 
the inside of the the shop. I'm not going to get too close to anybody that works here or the counter. Just sort of check out all the walls. So I'll probably make my way over here at some point. Uh, So you will say there's been enough time and you've, you've, uh, yeah, you don't find anything. (laughs) I'm mostly, I'm mostly hanging out in case something goes terribly wrong. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, which sounds like it might. Uh, okay, so back to our, our tour. So, Rosita says, see, as you can see, uh, this is a, a well-kept workshop. Uh, he's speaking loudly because there's lots of commotion happening. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are working in here. Uh, it's very hot. He says, I, we shouldn't stay in here too long. It's very hot. I wouldn't want, uh, your lady friends to, uh, uh, be discomforted. Uh, I hope this serves as, uh, enough proof that we can handle any special order you may need. <laughs> So he's racist and sexist. Though so you didn't show us any of the gems. I am racist this and is, sexist. You, you got to discover. So the thing is, the pottery industry is traditionally quite racist and sexist. And uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, there's a there. You really got to get past the pottery ceiling. <laughs> it's, yeah. No. Uh, well, it seems like as we, I mean, so we want to know where the gems are. Uh, where the gems or, are? Well, no, that was, I mean, that was part of uh, the pretense of our tour, right? Where are your gems at? Where are your gems at? We were but, wanting to see, you were going to show us how your qual- the quality of your gems are we, absolutely fabulous. But we fabulous. might take a moment because we are, this is the workspace. I've space. already heard that the pottery is second to none. We, we well, could, because we're inspecting this area, right? We could take a good thorough look around before he takes us to our other uh, places. Yes. And he says, well, we wouldn't, I mean, we wouldn't supply the gems. I don't have any gems here. You would need to supply the gems and then we could affix them to pottery. Ah. Uh, oh. So, uh, Zigbee. Yes. I have some, uh, some family members, some, some close cousins that are, they're very small and, and mobility challenged. Oh, and that's get... sad. Is that some kind of congenital disease that's, it is, uh, I'm green, afraid. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a bug thing. Yeah. No, it's, uh, they've got the raid. It's really, it's, yeah, I don't even really want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, my, my thoughts are with your family at this uh, troubling time. So I, I'm wondering if maybe you have something that could maybe transport, uh, we could use to kind of carry them around when uh, we get together for family gatherings, <laughs> you know, something about, yay, I don't know, maybe like a dinner plate size that I could tote around. Uh, you oh, know, well, sure. I can, I can have one of our associates. So you, we have several vessels that could to help you with that. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's see. How many yeah, exits are there again? Uh, seven. seven. Seven exits. Okay. Well, why don't we thank him and and head out? Oh, well. He's not okay. It was my pleasure. Uh, let me know if you need anything. Send the uh, specifications along and we can uh, – you'll need a down payment, of course. Of course. Uh, but uh, I'm sure we can do some business. Okay. Uh, probably as we walk out, we should be kind of checking. Mm-hmm. We'll read uh, perce- we should redo the uh, uh, right. his room. Roll yeah. again in the office. Not so good for Tony. No. Yeah, four is not going to do it. Yeah, I'm not very perception-y. Hey! Ah, okay. So as you're walking out, uh, you walk past uh, a bookshelf that seems... <laughs> That's awesome! <laughs> a bookshelf in a Books. pottery uh, barn? That seems to be... Uh, there's some kind of you, – you notice it's on hinges, which seems odd for bookshelves. Mm. Uh, so you think perhaps so you can open it up and there's probably uh, – Oh, there's another sort of... another bookshelf for adults. Who, who in Athens there. owns enough books that they need a whole bookshelf? That's really suspicious. Well, there you go. Mm. And so you okay. guys – do you guys – what do you guys do? I think we just okay, keep so we going we mark out now. where it is. I want to see how he gets – like is there a lock to this room too? Uh, yes. This is where the same complicated knot thing. Oh, not thing. Okay. 
Uh, and he's like, all right, well, thanks so much. Is there any of in. the books that he has anything that, that talks about dealings that he might have done with Beatles to whom? Uh, well, he's standing in the room. Are you going to look through his stuff? <laughs> no, no, I just want to see as we, we go past his desk if there's anything uh, that we notice. Yeah. <laughs> like, how, to, how to use Beatles for fun and villainy. <laughs> 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 nothing <laughs> nothing uh, unusual on his Shots desk. Uh, for I see dummies. glide to glazing. That's, uh, okay. that's a classic. I head out. All right. Yeah, I think we. I think we. I think we accomplished our mission. Believe it or not. Uh, all right. Well, thanks. Come again. I do not believe it. Hey. Well, that's my cue, uh, Zigby, my man. It's been nice talking to you, dude. Hey, if you ever learn to play guitar, uh, you know, come and look me up. Uh, we can jam good with Weird and Gilly. It'll be great. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> let, uh, let me know when your next gig is, and uh, I'll come with my uh, my betrothed. So you guys leave. Yeah, I will wait until they, you know, shortly after they have left, so it doesn't look like I'm just following them, and then I will sidle out. All right. Now I think that. Uh, well, what what are you guys going to do now? Well, I think we should meet up, right? I was I was thinking, I'm guys. I'm really I fascinated with the architecture of this building. <laughs> <laughs> we got some popcorn beautiful. out here. I got a hot dog. You know. So maybe we should meet up somewhere down the street so it's not obvious that we are convening directly in front of the pottery. <laughs> Stand right in front of the doors. Uh, so this, I noticed a hole here. This, uh, this is the market area, so you can go a couple blocks down. You find uh, a food vendor, and you, you settle down for some uh, sanded scorpions. Ooh, uh, yum. They're delicious. Mm, delicious. Like gnawing on Carlos's armor. Indeed. <laughs> but only once a day. So, so what have we learned? We found okay. So we tell them that we found the uh, secret bookcase that leads downstairs presumably. into the yeah. warehouse, presumably. Yeah, um, and it wasn't too hard. It wasn't too far into the whole shop. Uh, though we came in through the front door, we may not want to. If we came back night, we might not want to come in that way because that's right on the street, right? Are there other uh, entrances or exits? Well, there Windows? were like six others. Guys. <laughs> well, there was one main door, and that was all that we... There might have been some other ones. I, I, you know, you should ask me before I start eating the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> so Carlos and uh, Umla will know that there uh, seem to be two doors that go into like a courtyard area, uh, and they could ascertain that the other third of the building uh, appears to be where... Uh, Rosita lives, so it's his house, which okay. has a bunch of entrances. Uh, so if we sneak in in the middle of the night, we probably want to avoid that part. We, we were out here yeah. a long time. We, we, we've learned a lot about the outside of this building. <laughs> they are experts on the outside of this building. Uh, so does it seem like maybe we want to come back uh, tonight uh, and go down the uh, – and see, what's, see what they're hiding down in the basement? Got to be really good to know where his actual bed is. So oh, that we could, so you can use knock. No, I'm thinking. Well, yeah, part, <laughs> partly. So we could we could potentially cast magical sleep on him. Oh, from outside the building, and then knock on the doors without fear of waking him up. I mean, the other tricky thing. I don't know. We only saw what one guard in there. I would imagine at night there might be more guards in the area, or, or people actually going to the secret warehouse. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's. I mean, will the shop be? Completely silent. Will the shop have guards patrolling, or will the shop be empty with guards patrolling outside at night? We don't know. Are, th- are there any loud pubs in the in near vicinity? Or uh, yeah, might yeah. We're down the street from the pub district, <laughs> the loud side of it. There's, there's uh, your favorite pub, the Ickard Carapace, is right around the corner. 
Oh, maybe Kachka, you could go and would, make some friends there. Would we know if that and... pub would, uh, would be loud enough to maybe cover a noise that was made that could be heard about 300 feet away? <laughs> For is example. It raucous, is it a raucous pub? Uh, like, it's really Iker, raucous. Iker, Iker pub. <laughs> it's, it's a fairly happening pub. Uh, it is the middle of the day, so it's not like the super rowdy, I mean, at but... night, you know, when we might be likely to come back again. Oh, at night. Uh, well, you, you think that you could certainly rile up the crowd enough to make it mm. noisy. Yeah, this pub is not right next to yeah. the building, though. I like could maybe start a conga line down the Silk Street here. <laughs> yeah. and, uh... Uh, anything is possible. <laughs> Hoot nanny. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You'd have to roll performance and see if you could figure out, get people to, there we go. to follow you. But... I will perform out in the street come, uh, you know, midnight or so. And they, I'm sure they won't notice when I turn around and open one of the doors behind me magically. So is your plan? What is your plan? Do you have a plan? What's going to go? What are you guys going to do? Well, maybe we should come back under cover of darkness and see what kind of a guard presence there is before we make up our minds. Mm-hmm. So I think this might be a good place to stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what makes you say that. <laughs> I mean, sorry, what? <laughs> so there we have it. What mysteries await you in the pottery slash glassware shop? Finally, pottery. Is a plot point. Next time, we'll explore a basement, the deadliest of dungeons. <laughs> we will go behind the bookshelf. Where no man has gone before. And find another bookshelf. Where no potter has gone before. Probably, I mean, probably a couple, right? I'm Anthony Johnston, the host of Unjustly Maligned here on the Incomparable Network, and I've already burned through 15 seconds of the oh-so-precious minute I've been given to tell you about the show. It's all about the sometimes strange things we love that other people, well, don't. Some of the guests defending their tastes in pop culture include Will Wheaton, the uh, original Tron, Lee Alexander, the Twilight Universe, Merlin Mann, the 2009 movie Watchmen, Casey Liss, the Dave Matthews Band, Erica Ensign, Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace. And of course, it wouldn't be an incomparable show without Jason Snell himself poking his nose in. Stargate SG-1, the science fiction TV series. Plus many, many more. Unjustly Maligned is the show for people who go against the grain. Every Monday, here on The Incomparable. Go to ump.fm to subscribe, and remember, there's no such thing as a guilty pleasure. Wow, three seconds left. Nailed. Hi, Erica. Hi, Stephen. Uh, What are we doing here? Well, we're talking about a Doctor Who podcast that we do together called Lazy Doctor Who. Oh, really? What's that about? (laughs) It's where you and I watch Doctor Who from the very first episode, made in 1963, up to the present day, and then we talk about it on the podcast. What? Over 800 episodes of Doctor Who from William Hartnell to Peter Capaldi, all in one sitting? (laughs) No, silly. (laughs) We talk about each episode as we watch them, or maybe we talk about a couple episodes per podcast, or however many we feel like watching in a particular night. 
how on earth are we going to fit all of these podcasts in? Well, that is the beauty of it. We record a podcast whenever we get around to it and for however long we want to talk for. We're lazy like that. So... It's a Doctor Who podcast where the hosts are kind of lazy, so... Yep, Lazy Doctor Who. Find it on the Incomparable Network, on iTunes, or at LazyDoctorWho.com. Thanks for explaining that. I was feeling... Lazy? Yeah. 